0: Bryce, what are you doing? Trying to, you know, game. (laughs) What? This game is really hard. Pac-Man? Uh, yeah. Dude, you're supposed to be playing the game for next week's episode of Arcade Bookshop. I mean, (sighs) I will. I'm really close to beating this. Right. And what about the book? Huh? We're supposed to finish a book for the podcast too?
1: Oh, yeah. I finished that last week.
0: Yes! Oh, did you finally beat it? Uh huh. The first level. Oh, boy. You can listen to new episodes of Arcade Bookshop every other Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you get your pods. You'll always find us with a controller in one hand and a book in the other. Yep. Hey, what's going on? Things and stuff. Oh boy, today is a sh- <laughs> wonderful episode. <laughs> No, nah, it's DBS, man. We had a serious episode last week, so we need some chill time.
1: We'll, we'll have a guest next week, so. Is it next week? God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so then on a Sunday.
0: Ah, fucking Nicholas Obergon yeah. in Spain. Spaniard. Mm-hmm. Why are you in Spain? Move back to California. That was more convenient somehow. Spencer. Yeah. Let's Caleb? read some hate mail. Hate mail. Hate mail. I'm going to get my phone here <laughs> to, read <the> hate, <laughs> hate <mail. laughs> to read the hate mail. Read the hate mail. Oh, boy.
1: No, is this a hate mail from, from other people, or is this just the hate mail you write to yourself? It doesn't matter. No, this is from other people. This is from our
0: faithful listeners. Oh, yeah. That hate our stuff. Or maybe they just have constructive criticism. Let's find out. So this first one, Spencer, love the podcast. Oh. Hate the name. Okay. Hate the intro music. Oh, yeah? Hate the topics. And hate the host. But he loves the podcast. Ewan McGregor. Ah. Uh. I don't know know why it doesn't like us. This other one just says, play more video games. Arcade bookshop. Bryce. I don't
1: think we need to listen to that one. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That one has its own separate motives.
0: (laughs) Uh, This last one just says, too smart. Too smart? Jesus. (laughs) Too smart. And that ends with this feature of fake hate. I didn't plan an intro. I just got a rejection letter. Right before we got on there.
1: Like, as soon as we opened the, up the laptop. <laughs> right after your big author
0: <laughs> signing, I got uh, one that I was very hopeful for. And then the last couple of weeks, I realized it was dwindling fast with the amount of submissions. And now I'm exactly where I was before. Yeah. Just, meh, I don't know.
1: What am I going to do? But you got another decent story, though.
0: Yeah, I got to figure out what to do with it, though, because it was a... Uh, Theme pos- specific, not Pacific like the ocean. Mm-hmm. Theme specific, and I I hate that. It's the only problem when you write for any of these like magazines or anthologies that are theme specific. If you don't get accepted, what do you do with the story? Yeah, I mean, mine is still a horror story, so it could be submitted to a horror publication. I guess actually, maybe. What were we looking at earlier? We saw one that was uh five thousand words, I think. Right, it was the max. So yeah, actually, be I might be able to submit to that. Yeah, instead of uh. Doing all the dumb shit I was trying to find an old story or trying to rush to finish another story. I'll just submit that. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? And then what if I get paid 500 bucks? There you go. Because that one's 10 cents a word. All right. i just reject it again. Again. I mean, how many rejections have I gotten this year, Spencer? You know what? 10. We'll we'll cover that in the episode because today you're going to be excited. Mm -hmm. We're going to go over some DPW history. Oh, wow. Some listeners shake jump aboard and they don't even know what DPW is. I was going to
1: say, you're just going to go to your podcast app and just randomly throw down to, <laughs> to different uh, uh, episodes. and Maybe I will. That might be a good idea. But anyway, folks, stick
0: around after these brief messages from our sponsors, uh, Squarespace, Manscaped. Who were the other one? Dollar Shave Club. Fleshlight arcade bookshop no. <laughs> I, I wonder if Bryce would get upset if I if I like if I did get real raunchy like <laughs> sponsors and he always stuck his ad in the, the the arcade bookshop ad in the middle of it it would just be like fleshlights and ass lube and then he's sandwiched in the middle listen to arcade bookshop an upbeat podcast about video games and their literary counterparts <laughs> like oh man I don't know it makes me want to buy butt lube <laughs> People think that they listen to the podcast and they just can't stop thinking about lube.
1: And say, what would be better in the beginning or just at the end, like, you know, butt lube and masturbating tools and da-da-da-da, and then on the arcade bookshop, like, and then you can listen to this while you use them.
0: (laughs) I don't think he'd appreciate that. Or maybe he'd love it. I don't know. I'll have to ask him. Oh, you are listening to the Drunk and Pen Reading Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb James. With me today, Spencer, the Detroit Drippy Dong Dangler Church.
1: <laughs> you said go nasty. <laughs> you specifically said I could go nasty this week. Now, when you say drippy dr- dong, is it dripping out of the dong, or is the dong just drippy itself? I don't know. That's, up for, that's, that's you. That's mine? You're Cause the Because I'd rather have a
0: drippy dick than a dick that drips. Yeah. By the way, uh, this Dr. Capillari was on last week, and at the end, I made the fucking shitty OnlyFans <laughs> joke, and you know he's like a pastor of sixteen years, <laughs> oh, and it was God. a very serious conversation. I actually deleted that; that was, oh. I deleted that in post, not because of the raunchiness or anything. It's because I fumbled the words oh, and okay. it sounded dumb. Oh, I was yeah. like, eh, "It's better it's a f- fans, Only Fans, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the soothsayer of Sacroscoot. If anyone's wondering why I didn't do his stupid outro, I normally do.
1: Uh, it was mainly just Well because like halfway through you realized maybe I shouldn't be doing this and just tried to I think that's
0: what it was. It's like yeah, this guy's not gonna get the joke. He probably didn't
1: listen to any of the episodes. I don't feel like he probably didn't even listen to that episode.
0: Nah, well, it's dropping tomorrow, so I don't think maybe. he did. Uh Spencer, DPW history. Right. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah, buddy. So, so I just I figured since we're nearing the hundredth debauchery whatever the drunken debauchery mm. episode we're gonna do. Uh, maybe we should actually cover some drunken pen history. Okay. So we started, I don't know, the 2015,
1: 2016? Oh, too long ago. Not
0: the podcast. No, but the website. So we decided we were going to make a comic book. Yeah. In my shitty apartment next to the dope clinic that I lived <laughs> in. Where the fucking, also across from the hospital where the Apache helicopter is constantly <laughs> going overhead. So we decided we're going to make a comic book. And we drew pictures and did storyboards and wrote a script. And it, yeah, Yeah. we made it kind of.
1: I think we maybe did a couple pages and was just like, I don't.
0: It's, yeah, it just wasn't. Let's just say it didn't come to fruition. And then you're like, you know what? Let's just be writers. Yeah. And, you know, Caleb, he was always flirting with writing for his whole life. Sometimes writing, sometimes not. But I never checked into publishing anything or doing much of uh you know, actually just work to be a writer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, writing stories. And then somehow I suckered you into it. You did. You wrote me in. And then we just immediately decided, well, instead of doing the comic, let's just be writers and start a literary, uh, at the time it was just a website, not mm-hmm. even a journal or anything, just a literary website. And we have no idea what we're doing. But we'll just publish our work on there and just, you know, practice. Mm-hmm. And then imme- almost immediately, literally the first month, we started getting a bunch of followers for no reason. We ended up did, did it start that early? Uh, we started at the end of September and by October, I think we had our first like submissions for Halloween, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And that was a lot and then we also got a bunch of followers and we what was it that we, Oh, I don't think it was too long after that we did our first press gig at a convention.
1: Yeah, because I was like, "Oh, we like we were looking." I just happened to see like Wizard World press gigs. Well, well, you actually did because like I was going, I already had tickets and stuff, and you uh, were yeah. just like, and you were just like to to see if it would work. Yeah, because on the webs or on like their
0: website, I looked at the qualifications and just having the shitty blog, but the way yeah. we had it, it was like, oh, we can actually be press. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I'll just sign up for shits and Google, Just me. Yeah, Because it was me, you, and my brother, I think, went to that one too, and the tickets were like really expensive, I remember. Oh,
1: well, it's a wizard ward, so like yeah.
0: Se- yeah, it was like 70 bucks or 50, I don't know. It was expensive. But I, was, I I, ended up getting in for free and did a very piss poor job of doing any coverage, because mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. And then th- we just proceeded to do every wizard world <laughs> in the area after yeah. that for free. We just got into all of them, did press stuff. That was different. Uh, and then Which I still say every once
1: in a while, we should see if we can like use the podcast. Yeah, that and even if like that would be like if you at least don't want us like if we can't go to the show, be like have us like interview some of your guests, like set up interviews with some of your guests. So for not only you know because could do that because like a lot of them that you know it's like a circus. They go to like one the Wizard Wood in one town, they're going into the other town, like you know. So right, a a lot of the times, not everybody, but like a lot of the big guys at least. Anyways,
0: true. Um, but, yeah, we we covered all the conventions all the way up till COVID. Mm-hmm. Like any, that Anyone kind of- that was in, like, mainly just, like, Pennsylvania and Ohio, I think. Yeah. I don't think we did any in New York. Not Definitely not in New York. Michigan, I
1: don't think we No, did. we just went to those because we weren't sure what those were going to be like.
0: Yeah. So we ended up doing a bunch of conventions throughout the years and covering those, and somehow that made us more legitimate. And this is still before the podcast. Yeah. And then we just did a lot of writing and all kinds of stuff. And I bring up the writing stuff because... You know, where we are now, where this is our first year, for you, not even a full year, like, what, maybe six months of taking
1: publishing seriously? Yeah, like... Of, like, actually trying to submit places and stuff.
0: Because... Well, what... Also, early on, it wasn't... I think it was with the first year of DPW, the literary site... I ended up becoming a freelance writer Mm -hmm. and I started working for different fitness magazines online and I started writing articles and getting paid. And
1: that, that was like right before, right at the very beginning, wasn't it?
0: I think maybe it was, but I, yeah, so I got paid for, you know, doing all that stuff. And that went on for years as well. Took a break. I went back to it and then had a falling out, uh, some what dumb shit I got screwed over well and
1: they that was that wasn't run very well was it
0: eh, it depends which one I was working for at the time but the one main one where I was writing for multiple magazines uh the guy just ran there was like a couple hundred writers on there on staff pretty much like you know it was all freelance but it was still like we had you know we all had a check-in we all had editors and everything and then the guy just randomly sold it without telling anyone and the new owner Bumped everyone off, and all our, you know, like my hundreds of articles that I wrote, many of them viral, gone. Mm-hmm. Like they're still online. He just put his name on them. Oh, really? Yeah. So all the work was attributed to that guy, and I was like, that's real shitty. So I lost all my credits. That's what I was mad about. Was I lost the credits? So I had no writing history because of that.
1: That doesn't seem like that he'd be able to just take your name off of it.
0: I mean, you're a freelance writer. You just you're selling for per yeah. article or whatever. Uh, but yeah. So we did that shit, and then. Uh, with the uh, Wizard World gigs. And then we started getting real busy with submissions during the year and all kinds of stuff going on with that. And then eventually we got burnt out and didn't pay much attention to the mm. website. Right around the time we started a podcast. Yeah. Which was supposed to just supplement our writing. We were like, oh, we'll talk about writing and this will keep us focused. Mm. And then that, for a while, it became just the podcast. Mm. Like, that's all we really focused on. Uh, and then, then we ended up shutting the website down, what was it, a year or two ago? Uh, then also some bullshit. Yeah, we had some fucking some bullshit with that. I mean, we did an episode where we talked about that. You can check it out, but. Uh, a lot of people were disappointed that we shut down, actually. But also, it's like, I didn't want to do the work anymore. It was too much.
1: Yeah, especially, yeah, especially you, because you did a heavy lifting on a lot of, like, the editing for the submissions. and yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would, you would send me some stories like, hey, check these out. Do you think they're good enough? But, like... I mean, we were you, getting, you like, did, hundreds of submissions yeah. sometimes. Es- like, that's... Especially during October, like... Yeah, it was
0: getting a little ridiculous. Um,
1: well, we, you know what we, you, you know what you glossed over, Caleb, though, in your... In your sin- Especially of the early years of the of the website, and I think it's out of spite because you're jealous. Space war story? No, fucking the 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 top ten like strongest <laughs> fucking <laughs> shitty article that I did. Like, got thousands upon thousands of reviews, reviews, um, and multiple like multiple comments to the point to where dude, like Dude, they had nerds fighting. <laughs> yeah. That thing had like 10 million views by the fucking time I
0: just decided to make it private after I don't know how many years. Yeah. It was like a top 10, I don't know, strongest superheroes or something yeah. dumb. And it just, I forgot all about that. I, I blurred that out. It's like It blew out everything we've ever done yeah. on the site. And it was literally just like... Spider-Man strong, picture of Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> it was
1: <so> <laughs> like, like, I would check it, like, every couple of days, and every day, had like, close to, like, 100 views, just that one article for some reason. That was then, after it started dwindling down.
0: Yeah. You wrote it right during, like, I want to say, not Endgame, but, like, one of the, it was maybe during, the first movie.
1: Uh, it was, no, it was pretty, like, it was before, like, towards, like, the, before, like, the, the, the end of all the main stuff. It was, like, right there, kind of, like, in the middle, so... It makes sense that, but, like... It's but every like,
0: time a new Marvel movie was coming out, I, I knew because it would just have a huge spike. Yeah, so I, I, I hated that article, and I still do. It fucking sucked. It was so easy. You slapped it together in 13 minutes. Yeah, I did do, like, on two breaks <laughs> on
1: my lunch. And
0: <laughs> I added some pictures, and bam, it just took off. And, oh, here's the story Spencer worked on for three months, six Not, views.
1: Yeah, if I'm lucky.
0: <laughs> well, we were just saying how delusion... Off-air how delusional we were, because I was looking at... uh. Some of my old stories on there. I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just submit these mm. somewhere now. And I was like, this one's like ten pages long. <laughs> Nobody's fucking. No wonder we weren't getting readers on some of those. Nobody's looking at it on, especially on their phone, right. just reading some random guy's story that goes on for ten plus pages. Like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> but yeah, we ended up doing the podcast after the site shut down. The podcast we were talking about maybe ended in starting a different podcast. Just you know, closing the chapter of DPW. And for some fucking reason, no effort from us. No. By the way, all of a sudden, all these guests want to come on.
1: Right, it, it still boggles me. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I still get like requests from best selling authors that I'm just like, I don't, I'm not doing the research to mm-hmm. talk to them. Like, I just, I can't. Well, like we talk about, we always feel bad too because like these people that we talk to, we normally don't ever get a chance or enough time to, to read like, their book. Yeah. yeah, so it's like. You know, it's not necessarily you want to just talk about the book because a lot of time it's a new release, so you don't want to... But, like, still, though, it's just... Yeah, like, I
0: mean, I, how many people send us their books? Yeah. And they're just sitting here. It's like, I still haven't had time
1: to read because it's just not
0: on my reading schedule. I was like, damn! but they sound good. <laughs> but we've had a few people on now, too, that are, like... Or uh, have messaged us that wanted to be on. And it's like, oh, number New York Times selling author right now. And I'm just like, we can't have you on because they have a specific date they can record. Mm-hmm. And it's always something like... A Tuesday at noon or no, like, well, yeah, in the morning, like yeah, we're at we, work. Yeah, we're working, guys. And it's like I'm not really sacrificing my money. Yeah, to make you money, bro. I mean, I'm sure it would do good for the podcast, but at the same time, I don't
1: care well, maybe. Because I mean, what like unless if that person's like also shares the the thing and like, oh, hey, look, I was just on this podcast because how their fans yeah. are supposed to know? So it just it all depends
0: yeah but i mean we just had you know a serious discussion about the son of sam killer david berkowitz with yeah. dr michael a Caparelli, and i'm like where the fuck does that come from <laughs> like why don't we get a guy like that reaching out to us and it's it's just weird that we started getting all these like, we had tyler gore on mm-hmm. he's like a great guest mm-hmm. I, just, I had a lot of fun talking to that guy and i was just like where are we getting all these cool people from like how are they i want i never want to ask because it's kind of douchey but i almost want to be like how did you find the podcast? Like, what made you want to? I mean, Tyler Gore, he he, Tarina Bell, who was on the podcast as mm-hmm. well. She's the one who told him about it. But so one of the problems with the website was it ended up kind of becoming a distraction. Well, the submissions, doing all the submissions, we uh, we started focusing on so so much on other people's work and putting it out, editing it, and doing this stuff. And you know, we're making money. We're you know, we'ren't selling anything. I, so I was doing that to the point where I wasn't working on my own stuff mm-hmm. and I definitely wasn't submitting anywhere because every year I maybe submit two or three times like to, you know, some review somewhere that I would never even get in anyway. Like, even now I probably wouldn't get in. But I, I didn't know. I didn't do enough research on the market to see like how hard it is to get into these journals. But I, I, I didn't have any idea really what I was doing with that stuff. And I was just focused on like the website. And then, even with the podcast, it got to the point where we're like, we're focused on just doing the podcast stuff and we're not doing our own work. Mm-hmm. Like, we do, joke about Like, we had a stretch. It's like, why does anyone listen to us talk about writing when we're not even doing right, our own fucking yeah. writing? Like, we talk about doing this stuff, but we're not published anywhere. So, this like last year, I finally made a point like, no, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to focus. I'm actually going to get published. I'm going to do stuff. And we already, you know, got print books and other shit. So, I think this next year, hopefully, like 2024. Yeah, you know, really started. Like I, I started off hard. I've been submitting a couple times, if not every day, at least uh, four times a week. You got a few submissions you put out already.
1: It's it's just hard because if you actually want to write news stories, you know, yeah, because a lot of times I've been seeing like on like either ones that I stumble on or the or the submissions that you send me or people looking for submissions. Like you're lucky if you get like a month yeah or to like to you know headline you know of, of a leeway so it's like we always well most
0: of the really cool ones i find it's like a week out yeah it's like oh the, the deadline comes in. and it's not even the fact like say even I've, i had a story right then prepared oh this fits the theme and everything i get submitted right now you're still one week before the deadline which means how many, many people, people yeah are, are submitted before and you're competing with yeah so that always kind of sucks the have to like, if you can catch them early, like we've caught a couple early now, but even so, just like to write a whole story and submit it to that, that that's rough. I think one of the main things we need to do is just bank stories. Yeah, like start writing some good stories, and then we like multi purpose, like you can submit these to multi, you know, different anthologies or websites or what magazines, whatever. If you just do themed ones, like I was saying, it's hard. Like, you know the one I got rejected earlier today is a theme story. It won't fit everywhere.
1: Well, like we were just even talking about beforehand, we were going through some of my class fiction stories that I could maybe try to blow up into like you know more like fuller stories. But also we were as we're looking through, and I'm sure it'd, be, it'd probably be the same thing if we look through some of your stuff. Is like we have we come up with like some interesting like ideas or stuff for a story, but it's like where would you put that you know where where could you submit that story to
0: well i mean i was telling you off air a lot of the stories when i we were looking through them of yours maybe fit speculative speculative fiction Mm -hmm. like weird fiction or not necessarily horror or thriller not really a genre so it's like what do you do with that because it's not literary fiction either usually that's the other but you don't you know you're not a literary writer so no and I, I think I have a lot of stories like that too. Aren't genre specific? Well, I do what it. Is nothing? Throw it away. Burn. like, well, you know, maybe like I was saying earlier, we do a shit anthology, the worst of the worst, you know, are rough drafts.
1: But the spec, How did you say it? Speculative. Speculative. Isn't though? Isn't that kind of like the um, like the Vonnegut kind of like or an, um? I feel like it's just a catch-all. Or weird stuff that doesn't fit a genre
0: like a lot of speculative fiction is you know it could be sci-fi horror it usually it's just weird like ashley was writing that a lot and i like i don't know I, I don't really i guess i read it but i don't really realize what it is like that's it's, what it is it's
1: hard to to describe what that is or to quantify it
0: yes First submission was so shitty don't ever <laughs> now well, that's that's the tough part, too, when you're doing a lot of submissions that you find online that are, like, popular. Like, you just see, like, oh, this has, you know, 5,000 likes on the, the submission picture. Mm. And, like, that means a lot of people going to submit. Yeah. Well, like, that Taco Bell Quarterly I got rejected from, they fucking were posting how many people submitted. Like, Thousands, right? Yeah, like, more than that. Like, like, like I was, I got down to, like, the top 1,500. And that was after narrowing it down. Like most places are lucky if they could get a thousand submissions mm. on something. In that place because they pay a hundred
1: dollars a story. I mean that that that's pretty <clears> impressive <throat> in itself that he was able to get down. Yeah. That you know make it down that that low before you know hearing back from them.
0: Yeah, but I, I am tired of getting shit canned. I want to see some good news. Well, the, the fucking one that pissed me off, and I almost want to call him out on air, but I'm not going to just yet. So there was a magazine I wrote a story specifically for their uh theme and they um no oh, they i emailed or i you know I, I did my submission it was an email submission and i didn't hear anything back mm-hmm. but they they had a deadline but they didn't have like oh we'll reach you know get back to you by this time or anything so deadline came and went and stuff and i'm my submission just sitting there it's been like a month and then they started posting all this pre-order stuff about the book yeah like, you could pre-order the book now i'm like so am I just not accepted or mm. rejected or what? You're just never gonna get back. And on one of the updates they posted about the pre-orders, there's a couple other writers who're like, "Hey, does that mean it's done? Like we didn't hear anything." Mm. And the, he's like, "A bunch of people just didn't hear anything." How fucking unprofessional is that? You're just not gonna tell them they're rejected. Or like, yeah. I guess I would understand for like the New Yorker, right? right they, they can't, yeah. they can't, you know, respond to everyone. But like that's not. It was like a little.
1: But even that, you think they would have like the generic. This is the same rejection that goes out to everybody. Copy and paste. Take yeah. a day.
0: Sorry, it wasn't right for us. Good luck elsewhere. Copy, paste. Copy, yeah. Paste, copy, paste. I mean, we both got that from... What uh, the fuck was that that rejected us? It was a
1: zine. It was like a horror zine.
0: Yeah, we literally got it like minutes apart. Yeah, word yeah. for word. Yeah. <laughs> rejection. Like, fuck you. <laughs> I hate that. To- Bryce got the worst one today. Oh, really? I- I'm
1: actually going to have to bring maybe, it up. Maybe w- this is what I saw you, you saw that,
0: that you were reading earlier. I'm not going to name, the. I'm not going to shame a name here. I should, but it didn't happen to me. So I, I guess he said they emailed him. He didn't send me the first one. They emailed him. They lost his poem. <laughs> it's like, okay, lost his submission. I mean, it happens. It can happen. Yeah, just accidentally deleted it yeah. or went in the trash, failed, you know, spam, whatever. But then they, they, they responded later. Uh, I think he said just like not too long. Later. Oh, yeah. He said two minutes later. So they said, you know, oh sorry, we lost your poems. Two minutes later, they message him. Dear Bryce, my apologies for my previous email. I didn't see that you had already resent your email. Thank you for submitting to blah, blah, blah. We read your poems with interest, but decided they do not meet our current needs. Your submission was read with care and appreciation, Mm -hmm. and we thank you for the honor of considering... You rejected it in two fucking minutes. (laughs) What do you mean it was read with fucking care and appreciation?
1: I mean, it's a poem, but still, like, yeah, it'd take a little bit more time. If you're considering, like... With care, <laughs> read it with care and appreciate. Ooh, I'm really studying.
0: Up oh, two minutes up, <laughs> <laughs> rejected. That was that's horseshit. If somebody sent me that, I would. Okay. He's had a couple weird ones. He had another one where uh they sent him, and I think it was. I don't know if he went to like the next round of some. Like it was one of those ones where it's like a tiered thing. So you went to the next round, or you know, we're considering your work, something like that. But like when they were, they emailed him. Like they got the poem's name right, but I think they called him like Janelle or something.
1: Like they, just, they just gave the wrong name. I'm like, not, not even anything close. <laughs> I would be offended. Like, like I could see if it was, you know, Lance Bryce, and they like went with Bruce or something,
0: like something, something close. It was like a, it was like a, it was some lady. <laughs> I hope he doesn't get mad. He put his business out there, but I just thought those were atrocious instances of uh, yeah, unprofessionalism. Like yeah,
1: because it's messed up because like they tried. To make it sound like, rather than just being like, oh uh, yeah, it wasn't not a fit or, you know, he got a two good, minute, but not-
0: Well, after two minutes, you get a copy and paste reply. Yeah. That's basically yeah. what that was. So like they didn't read his fucking poems. They didn't care. I- I've read some of his poems. It takes longer than two minutes just to read them, let alone understand them. Like if yeah. you're really reading it, like they didn't. fuck. So it's like, I hope he didn't have to pay a fee for that. Oh, that would suck. Because uh, that's what drives me nuts is some of these ones where I get the like, I pay five bucks or something and I get to sh- wait six months to just get, meh, sorry. Sorry, no, not a fit. Not a fit team. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even say, Editor. Like, even, <laughs> not even
1: a name. <laughs> not even
0: the name of the publication team. Like Not even, like, the Black Warrior Review team. No, just team. Just, just, meh, meh. No best regards. No, sincerely. Just, meh.
1: Just, just an email says, no. Just
0: DNR. Do not reply. It's like you guys, you, you fucking, you, you suck. That was the worst thing we. I would rather get that. Like if somebody was like, that was the worst thing I ever read. I hate you, and I hope you die a horrible <laughs> death. But like, he felt something. Like, yeah, yeah. That's always my goal to make someone feel something, even if it's disgust. <laughs> as long as they feel something. Anger. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough. We didn't really go over the history too much. DBW, but we talked about writing, kind of a little bit. Uh, we are currently doing submissions. We went over some today. We'll probably do some more later. If you go on the Instagram, Spencer did his first author signing.
1: Yeah, right here in the studio. It was in the studio, but, but he book.
0: signed some books. He signed some books that he's in, one book that one he's bo- in. But there's more books, but it's the same book.
1: But it's copy copies, of, book, of, Multiple the copies, copies of, of the
0: same book. I'm a little upset. Not upset. Disappointed because... Uh, there was a problem with the shipping for the horoscope volume four that I'm in.
1: Though no, I did see, I did see like a release date. Is that no? It's it's uh, released uh, on February
0: 20th. You can get, you can still get it. Uh, the the issue was like the hardbacks. Yeah, you can get oh, the, pa- the paperbacks so are fine. The soft cover. Yeah, okay. But the hardbacks, those really nice hard covers, they're really cool. She sends those out for uh, the contributor copy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, for the volume three I was in, I ordered, like, I don't know, four or five of the hardcovers to give to people. Right. And I wanted to put an order in again to do the same thing. But it was, like, a seven-week shipping delivery bullshit for some reason. I don't know. Some of the Amazon or whoever. I don't know who her printer is. But I have to wait. Like, all of us have to wait till like, March if Mm -hmm. we want that hard. She Mm -hmm. offered if you want the paperback. I was like, no.
1: Yeah, I want the hardback.
0: I want that hard. Wait. What? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening. That was a new update from DPW. We do have Nicholas Obergon coming on, and we'll probably drink and talk about Haruki Mirakami, actually. Yeah. Being a, nothing all, all the cool shit he's doing nah. We ain't gonna talk no. about that. We're gonna talk about Haruki Mirakami and his grievances.
1: We talk well, we talk about what the guests wants to talk about. I think that's why people like our show because we
0: talk about what the guests wanna talk about. Uh you can follow us at DPW Podcast on X, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can uh, check out my writing stuff at calebjamesk.com dot com, and you can hit up Spencer on his OnlyFans. He is the Detroit drippy dong Dang. dipper, some dangler. dangler, dangler, dick dangler. I said dong. Yeah,
1: I couldn't. I didn't go dick. No, I went family. The family. one time you didn't go dick. Hey, <laughs> you nasty. Hey, Caleb, you wanted
0: to see me? Ah, Spencer, my good fellow. I've been expecting you. (laughs)
1: Uh, yeah, so did you want something or... Want? Goodness no.
0: Require. Require? Yes. I require your
1: services for the briefest of moments. Okay. Surely you can see the predicament I'm in. Well, actually, no, I can't. I lost my glasses at the pub last night. Hey, pub, you say? Surely you can't be serious. As serious as a fart during a rector because I am. And stop calling me Shirley. Rightio. Anyway, if your spectacles were affixed upon your face,
0: you'd see that I, the host of the most prodigious writing and books podcast in the business, has been immobilized by a rather substantial stack of fallen folios. What? My to-read pile finally fell on me while I was taking a nap. But you're on our podcast table. I hardly see how that matters.
1: And you're naked! I hardly see how that matters. Dude, your hairy ass is touching my drink coaster. I hardly see how that matters. It matters to me! Can you just unbury me? No way. Your reckless reading got you into this mess. Blockhead!
0: Wait! Wait! Don't go! There's a copy of War and Peace wedged in my taint! Spencer! Can you at least leave me a bottle of whiskey? Hello? Can't get enough drunken nonsense? Listen to new episodes of the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast every Tuesday wherever you get your pods.